Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. day i have this is one of those days that there's so much audio out there that i had to just stop because it's getting too late and i, I want to i like to give this to you on a sunday night and so you've got time to listen to the thing and i'm already I'm way behind it there's too much going on there is take chaos in so many cities now and so many insane things happening that i don't even know where to start i just don't know <laughs> where to start so the poll numbers have have uh, closed a little bit, and so Joe Biden is forced to get out there and campaign. So he'll be doing it immediately after Labor Day. It is remarkable, and I don't care if you like him or hate him, it is remarkable that Biden is not out there. And it should, if you're a Biden supporter, I would be a little bit concerned about that. That he is not out there now, and that it's going to be another week until he's out there? What is that even? How bizarre. What a bizarre time. There's so much chaos in the streets in the last few days. It's remarkable. And and now the new strategy is, and this is fantastic. It's desperate, but it's fantastic. The new strategy is all of the right. First, remember, it was all protests. And those protests were beautiful. And Charlie Baker and um, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and... and um, de Blasio and Cuomo, everybody told us how important and great these protests were. Lori Lightfoot of Chicago, these were really important and wonderful. Sure, towards the end of the protests at night, sure, yeah, there were a few things happened there. There were some, I mean, 
the police were looked seemed to be militarized. So I mean, who knows? There were some there were some interactions that seemed to go a bit, bit south. But really, and then it, it that turned into remember that all of the violence that was happening in the, in the streets at night. In fact, okay, fine. We noticed that something's happening, but it's white supremacists doing it. These are Trump people doing it. And there's no such thing as Antifa. So now they acknowledge that, and they said there's no such thing. Now, finally, America has seen this stuff and it marinated in this stuff now for so long that everybody sees now that these are leftists. Democrats are on the left. These are leftists. These are radicals. But remember, there are radicals in Congress. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. That's just a Democrat in Congress right now. One of the the future stars of the Democrat, well, sorry, current stars of the Democratic Party. Lamenting this. Now, saying this is a great thing. It's wonderful that we've got these these, uh, people in the streets. And remember, Dave Chappelle told us the streets are going to talk for themselves. Well, the streets now are talking for themselves, and it is total hell. And this, there's some, I, I gotta get this person's name. This is fantastic. They're just pushing people around. This is, um, where is this particular thing? This is a photog, a photographer for, who is, her, it's Shelby Talcott is, oh, no, no, that's the Twitter person. But this is somebody, one of the Antifa people in Portland where Ted Wheeler is giving back the city officially to the uh, riders. Um, this is a photog in Portland. Actually, it, I don't know if it's a photog. It's it's somebody with a press jacket in Portland yelling at the Portland police to, police to back up, and they're backing up. Pushing the cops back. Great. Great. In Portland, Oregon, there was a Trump rally, you probably heard over the weekend, where one of the Trump supporters was shot and killed. I don't know much about the guy. Maybe he's shady. Maybe he's not. Uh, who knows? But anyway, Ted Wheeler has something to say about it. He's not happy with Trump. Racial justice can look like in our community, and we'll continue to do that work in the weeks and the months ahead. There's so much work to do, and I'll be intentionally engaging the public. Still, he's still talking about racial justice. The person that you just heard saying move back was a white woman. These are white thugs and punks in Antifa burning the city down, destroying storefronts, hurting and killing people. This is happening all around the country, but this is Ted Wheeler. That's this is the mayor. He's a co-conspirator in all this stuff. This moron. As we proceed along these, the, proceed to uh, engage in that hard work together. The hard work. Yesterday's yeah. events began with hundreds of cars filled with supporters of the president. Oh my God, can you imagine that? A legal protest. Hundreds of cars filled with supporters of the president. Oh. Rallying in Clackamas County and then driving through downtown Portland. They were supported and energized by the president himself. President Trump, for four years, we've had to live with you and your racist attacks on black people. This, oh no, so it's not Ted Wheeler who's inciting the violence. 
by suggesting that the president has been committing racist attacks on black people for four years, which he has not. It's not Ted Wheeler for creating all of the unrest and destabilizing our society by telling people, by seriously telling people, some of whom may believe him because he's an elected official, that Trump has been attacking black people with racist attacks for four years. Jesus Christ, this guy is such a moron. We learned early about your sexist attitudes towards women. We've had to endure clips of you mocking a disabled man. The sexist attitude thing, you can say what you want. The Billy Bush tape, I, I, I don't know if it was sexist. It was certainly, it was, it was certainly just gross. And I was also 10 years old. Um, he didn't actually mock the disabled man. It, that's not true. And I always thought it was true until I actually looked into it. We've had to listen to your anti- But those are all lies. So that's fine. These are all untruths and conjecture. Democratic attacks on journalists. We've read your... T- Demonizing journalists is just as damn democratic as being a journalist. He's absolutely fine to do that. Other presidents do it. You know, his, it, an anti-democratic attack on a journalist is not rhetorical. An anti-democratic attack on a journalist is wiretapping and harassing journalists using intelligence services, which is what President Obama did. That's existentially, uh, you know, persecuting journalists. Tweets slamming private citizens to the point of receiving death threats. And we've listened. Don't, I, I can't defend the tweets. To your attacks on immigrants. Yeah, but your city's burning, moron. Your city's burning and is is being, you know, government buildings are being lit on fire nightly. You don't own the streets anymore, moron. Why are you talking about what President Trump is doing? Okay, he's a jerk. Who cares? Okay, I get it. He's orange. He's a jerk. He's He's got bad taste. He's gaudy. And he's a, a complete idiot. Whatever you, whatever you want. If this is your city that you've lost control of, the thugs own Portland. We've listened to you label Mexicans rapists. There are these things called coyotes, and there are sex traffickers, and some of them are Mexico, coming up through Mexico and uh, bringing families in and bringing women in to the country. These are things that are happening, okay? We've heard you say that John... Uh, why, am I, why am I, by the way, why am I... Why am I even... This is like any person on CNN here. That, why is he going through this laundry list of, thing, of things? He, This guy is responsible for the unrest and violence in his streets. Why did I buy into this? Kane wasn't a hero because he was a prisoner of war. So? And now... And so what does that have to do with the fact that your streets are on fire? You're attacking Democratic mayors and the very institutions of democracy that have served this nation well since its founding. Yes, yeah, served it well. In your town, you're serving it really well, where there's violence in brown-shirted fascists dressed, you know, who call themselves Antifa, who rule the streets and will beat the crap out of anybody who doesn't completely conform. Do you seriously wonder, Mr. President, why this is the first time in decades that America has seen this level of violence? It's his fault. So this is the theme, by the way, is that it's all Trump's fault. 
And the Biden campaign is saying the same thing now. It's all Trump's fault. Everybody's saying, saying this is Trump who caused this. Might as well. You know, you weren't two months ago even acknowledging that it existed. But now it exists only because it's Trump's fault. Yep, Trump did it. You try to convince the American people that this has anything to do with Donald Trump. You all kvetched the moment he put federal troops anywhere else in the country. Caravans, kidnapping people. Remember that? Who was it telling us that he's literally kidnapping? Seth Myers, he's literally kidnapping people. Caravans. It's you who have created the hate and the division. It's you who have not found a way. Huh, does he, did he have anything to do with any of the policies that got George Floyd killed? Was it him or is it Democrats in that city? It's not him, man. You can point all you want to President Trump. You can go after the Twitter and the John McCain stuff and, you know, him being a jerk and whatever else you want. But this is yours, baby. To say the names of black people killed by police officers, even as people in law enforcement have. And it's you who claimed that white supremacists are good people. That is a lie. He did not say that. To say something like that is a horrific distortion of the truth and something that could only increase anxiety and serve to propel, uh, you know, once, you know, peaceful people into violent acts because it sounds like they're under threat. If he said that about white supremacists or white supremacists that, that they're good people, that would be horrific, wouldn't it? That somebody in the White House felt, felt that way, but he didn't. He, this guy knows he didn't, or this guy's crazy, and there's a lot of that happening. Your campaign of fear is as anti-democratic as anything you've done to create hate and vitriol in our beautiful country. You've tried to... Every single night, while this guy bitches and moans about Trump being a jerk to John McCain, his city is set on fire and people are beat up and his police are set upon by the mob. Every night, while he bitches and moans about this president. To divide us more than any other figure in modern history... And now you want me to stop the violence that you helped create. Ah! Well, it's, I mean, supposedly you're the mayor of Portland, you eunuch. What America needs is for you to be stopped so that we can come back together as one America while recognizing. How do you like the subtle extortion? We'll stop it if you leave. When you're done, if you lose, we'll stop it. You get that, American voters? Do you hear that? Better not vote for Trump. Four more years means four more years of us letting people light the cities that you used to love on fire. This guy is a, a psychotic human being. That we must demand that all people, black, brown, white, every color from every political persuasion, pull together and hold all people accountable in stopping racism and violence. And we together are peace. How about... How about you just do the job as described in the job description? How about you run this city and you defend this city and you keep peace and order in this city instead of you know teaching this uh, critical race theory uh, lecture, you know, you know, with the with the guy with the sign language guy next to you every night? How about that? How about instead of changing the world in hearts and minds and doing the important work and having the important conversations and putting the work in? How about you just do your goddamn job for once? How about that? How about we start there? Freaking idiot. My God. But de Blasio is the same, same guy. Jeez, I wasn't upset. I've got myself upset. I didn't mean to. I was loving these. I was loving these cuts. 
So here's um, okay. So let's just go through some of this fun sound. So this is you won't see a lot of this uh, from the um, uh, the symmetrical media because um, this paints uh, Black Lives Matter in a bad in a bad way. And you'll <laughs> there's no the problem is <laughs> I just played okay here we go Black Lives Matter. Um, while the Trump is having his inauguration, the White House right before Black Lives Matter and Antifa beat the crap out of uh, you know people leaving the White House because the mayor is so damn ineffective in Washington D.C. You know they had a little block party of their own in Black Lives Matter Plaza. You know with the big um, with, the, with the big mural that says Black Lives Matter Plaza. You know and they people were serenaded in the plaza to a little music. Yeah. Sounds like a fun place to visit when I'm down there. I can't wait to go to uh, BLM Plaza. Sounds like a classy area. Crazy. <laughs> Where is this? This is Washington, D.C., right outside of the White House as well. Um, Antifa is pushing the D.C. cops saying, do something, do something, tough guys. We go to the opposite we go to the opposite for what? For what? what? For what? Do something. And they did something. The cops sprayed them with bear spray or pepper spray or whatever. And of course, they're all bitching and moaning about being in pain. God damn it. Washington, D.C., congratulations. Yeah, let's go to Black Lives Matter again. Here, one of the speakers. This is one of the keynotes, actually. This should be good, inspiring stuff. Along the lines of what uh, Ted Wheeler was, was talking about, you know, having the important conversations. Let's listen in. I'm at the point where I'm ready to put these police in the fucking grave. I'm at the point where I want to burn the fucking White House down. I want to take it to the senators. I want to take it to the... She's really glad we cordoned off this uh, cool woke plaza to have peaceful discord at. Congress. I want to take the fight to them. And at the end of the day, if they ain't going to hear us, we burn them the fuck down. I'm one that talk real shit. I talk it in New York, and I talk it in D.C. The same way I... Oh, I hope he's coming to Boston to have the important conversations to him so he can be heard. Police up in New York, I cops up here in D.C. The same way I bust police in the head in New York, I bust police in the head in D.C. Now... By the way, everybody in Melrose and Wakefield and Winchester and Arlington and Cambridge, this is Black Lives Matter you're hearing. When you took a knee and you put it on Facebook and you signed a pledge and changed your uh, avatar to black one day, this is Black Lives Matter you're hearing. This is them. These are your pals. You're one of them now. Congrats. It's a lot of people, and I'm going to be honest, it's a lot of people that's on this front line. And one of the things that I always say, don't get on this front line if you ain't going to fight. Don't get 
get on this front line if you ain't gonna take no hit. Don't get on this front line when the police push up, you push back. If you won't be on this front line and the racist ass, nasty ass, punk ass police is pushing up, you push the up. That is nice. That is nice. You know, going high when Trump goes low. Man, how did Trump mobilize that young fella? <sighs> Damn, Trump. In Portland, they uh, celebrated the death of one of the Trump supporters there. They call him a Nazi. I just got word. The person who died was a patriot person. Yeah. He was a Nazi. Our community held its own and took out the trash. Yeah. I'm not going to shout any tears over a Nazi. Yeah. And remember, you know, like everybody, all of these city leaders have told us, like Jenny Durkin told us, remember what all this stuff is about, why we're doing this? We're here because the nation saw Mr. Floyd murdered, and that lit a match across this country. And we have to acknowledge and know that we have a system that is built on systemic racism, and we have to dismantle that system piece by piece. That's exactly right. We're just dismantling systems. It's not like people are dying when they're dying. It's not like that uh, buildings are on fire. Dismantling systems. Well, they're dismantling systems, all right. How long do you think Seattle in those few blocks looks like this? I don't know. We could have the summer of love. Yeah. You know? Who knows? Could be the summer of love. How long do you think Seattle in those few blocks looks like this? I don't know. We could have the summer of love. Summer of Love 
How long do you think Seattle in those few blocks looks like this? I don't know. We could have a summer of love. Nothing says summer of love like calling the cops pigs, celebrating when somebody got shot and killed, burning the hell out of places, killing 40 people while they're dismantling systems. What a year. What a year. Congratulations, Democrats. But it was Trump who did it, remember? It's all Donald Trump who did it. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Here was a Trump rally, by the way. You want to hear some of the violence there? How dare they? Oh, God. Ridiculous, ridiculous! My goodness. Ah, but it's Trump's. Uh, it's Trump's fault, right? At least the Democrats who, at least the Democrats who cheerlead for the for the unrest and the violence, at least are being honest. But there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Damn right. Damn right, Ayana, AOC. Ilhan Omar is on fire. Yes. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Burn it all down, baby. We don't need no water. Let the mother burn. Burn, mother burn. That's right. Just burn. This is never good. When there's unrest in the streets. But there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. And the reason why there's unrest in our lives, by the way, is because of Donald Trump. So... Uh, what is her name? Bettingfield. Who's Biden's comms person? I want to see Natasha Bettingfield, but it's not. Where is Bettingfield? Hold on. Bettingfield Biden. By the way, I'm going to talk to Alice Shattuck soon. And don't don't worry if you're afraid it's going to be like uh, homeschool talk. It's not. It's something horrific. And you're going to want Kate Bettingfield, or is that is that the Biden one? It's Kate Bettingfield. Okay. Say her name, Tom. Kate Bettingfield, is Joe Biden going to get back out there? She says, hell yes, he's getting back out there because Donald Trump is killing people in the streets. What I can tell you is that he's going to do what he's been doing across the course of this summer, which is calling together people, uniting the country, leading, encouraging people um, uh, uh, to take on this okay. moment with a sense of purpose. He's been doing that. He's been leading. It's exactly the opposite. By the way, this is uh, on with Chris Matthew, Chris Wallace of Fox News. Opposite of what we've been seeing from Trump, who's been trying to incite violence this entire summer. <laughs> uh, pardon me? Wait, just wait a second. Uh, well, I'll get to <laughs> violence in a second. No. It, so Chris, Chris Wallace is utterly unprepared for a profoundly idiotic statement like that. He is utterly unprepared for it because nobody would say it. it's absurd unless you were trying to misdirect because the campaign knows that they're hemorrhaging right now and they've got a big problem. So he's going to try to digest this. I, I'm, I'm thinking in real time. The president is inciting violence. You saw Donald Trump go to New Hampshire on Friday and say, you know, protesters, my ass. He's had every opportunity to speak as a leader wait protesters my ass and what is that yes because he's saying they're not protest 
Okay, I'm going to work with you, Kate, to walk us through this. To this nation that is hurting, to speak to people who are struggling, who are trying to rightly seek justice in this moment, but also who are looking around and who are afraid, who see chaos, who see uh, uh, okay, incredible Okay, but answer my question. Time. You said incite violence. Abs- absolutely. He has. He has encouraged uh, his supporters to go out to be aggressive. You heard you were just discussing with Laura Trump. Kellyanne Conway said it unapologetically. It is better for this president if there is more anarchy, more violence, more chaos. He has at every opportunity tried to fan the flames here. And we're and that is the reason we are living in Donald Trump's America. You know, he is trying to make okay. this. Now, it's not anything to do with the fact that all politicians and community leaders essentially in these Democrat held cities have encouraged people to get out there, have encouraged to be, people to be loud, have discouraged the police, have punished the police, have taken punitive actions against police uh, departments throughout the country. While the actions, these riotous actions, have been celebrated since day one. It was so, so for, for, verboten to even complain about rioters and looters destroying things that Dave Handelman in Massachusetts had to lose his livelihood because he complained about rioters destroying things in a time of Black Lives Matter. And so all the good woke people jumped on him and he lost his business. And that's happened all over the place. You weren't allowed to say anything negative about these rioters in the, in the looters and all these violent hoodlums and criminals. You weren't allowed to say anything. Only recently, William Gross, the police chief of Boston, he had to say said something. And only recently in Chicago, after they've destroyed the Magnificent Mile, the, the emerald necklace, uh, if you will, of, of uh, Chicago, did the, the police uh, chief in Chicago uh, pipe up and even Lori Lightfoot said this is a problem. Before that, you weren't allowed to. We all had to pretend it wasn't happening. All had to go and be bullied on Facebook about how we didn't take any or – because you want to preserve your racist football team name. Craziness. Craziness. Argument. He is trying to make an argument okay. about Joe Biden's America, pointing to things that are happening okay. in Donald Trump's America. Let's talk about the, the violence issue. You make the point, and the vice president makes the point, that this is happening in Donald Trump's America. But the fact is that the, the president's attacks on Biden on this issue are gaining some traction. I want to put up some numbers. In a Washington Post poll this month, 42% of white suburban voters said Biden would make them less safe from crime. 22% said he would make them more safe from crime. That's a 20-point a deficit. Is, how is the vice president going to deal with the fact that a lot of suburban voters, a lot of voters, are now hearing at least what the president is saying, which is that he's going to protect them and maybe the vice president won't. Well, I think suburban voters are looking around at what's going on in this country and they're looking at who's in the White House and they're seeing Donald Trump. They don't see Joe Biden. They see Donald Trump in the White House. This is Trump's America. The chaos that suburban voters are feeling and that voters all across this country are feeling uh, is the result of Donald Trump's failed leadership. What Joe <laughs> Biden is going to do, he is going to continue to lead. He is going to continue to work to bring us together. He's going to put forward meaningful plans that address the underlying issues here. Think- so just think, this is Beddingfield without an answer. And this is the best they've got. Plans that tackle systemic. In other words, what's Biden going to do about the violence? 
Not a damn thing. Uh, economic inequality in our society, plans that okay. will bring back jobs, plans that will create jobs, uh, and plans that will get the virus under control, which is uh, the single most important thing that we have to do in order to get our economy back on track. So, you know, Joe Biden has okay. consistently... I wanna, let me, let me, I've got to... Uh, Kate, we're running yeah. out of time. I- <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Oh, Jesus. This is uh, your future vice president, very possibly, Kamala Harris, talking to Stephen Colbert about the riots. I know that there are protests still happening in yes. major cities across the United States. I'm just not seeing the reporting on it that I that right, I had that's right. for the first few weeks. That's um, right. But they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's they're not. This is a movement. I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. And and everyone beware because they're not going to stop. It is going to. They're not going to stop before election day in November, and they're not going to stop after election day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. And we should not. They're not going to let up and they should not. Great. Let's see. 43 people shot, 10 fatally in Chicago in weekend shootings this weekend. Congratulations. There we go. 43 people shot, 10 fatally in Chicago. Those black lives, I would think, matter. Those black lives have families. Nope. Did Trump do that too? Trump probably shot him, I assume. That's where we are. That's where we are. If you haven't seen it, by the way, New York is in such good stead that there's video going around of a man attempting to rape a 25-year-old woman at uh, on the uh, Lexington Street Q platform right in front of people. He could give a damn. It is – if you're a criminal man, the Big Apple, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. It is party time in the Big Apple. Jesus. Sucks too because it was a great – it was a great um i guess there's video of the guy getting shot i don't want to see that i've seen enough shootings in the um i've seen enough shootings um wait where am i in the uh, how long do you think seattle in those few blocks looks like this i don't know we could have the summer of love seen enough shootings in the summer of love this year for uh for my taste how did I not make it drop out of that, by the way? Remind me. How long do you think Seattle in those few blocks looks like this? I don't know. We could have the summer of love. Yeah, actually, have you even? Before uh, Trump's violence this year, I've never seen anything like this on Twitter before. I mean, not in the, the U.S. I mean, when ISIS was running things. In overseas, I mean, you could see some horrific stuff. <sighs> I had so much stuff. I have so much stuff tomorrow, too, by the way, to share. Steve Scalise is trending on Twitter. Did he get shot again by um, Trump fueled um, uh, haters? No. All right. So. Before we, uh, I close it out with my wife, Alice Shattuck, who's going to be tell you something incredibly disturbing very soon. Um, I mean, disturbing not in a human way, but needless to say, 
Um, Bernie Sanders was on one of the Sunday shows today, and he uh, let the cat out of the bag, so to speak, on what a Biden victory means. That is what this campaign is about. It is mobilizing millions of people to stand up, to fight back, to defeat Donald Trump, to elect Joe Biden, and to understand that the day after Joe is elected president, we're going to be mobilizing people all across this country to make sure that he becomes the most progressive president since Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Well, thank you for that information, Bernie Sanders. We appreciate that. They're going to mobilize all over this country, all over this country. They're mobilizing all over the country right now, and they'll be making their demands the day after the election. So this has been an interesting year for my me, and I know it has for you, too. I mean, it, you know, a profound thing to say. It's a freaking pandemic and race riots. Jesus, that's a hot take, Tom. Um, but it's also just been an interesting year just for, you know, just life is interesting. And every few, every uh, stage of your life, uh, you know, you discover new things and you find yourself in new places. And I, and I find myself in new places this year. So we have, do I sound like Rachel Maddow now? Is this not the Rachel Maddow monologue? <laughs> I like to, your monologue. Let's go to Duluth, Idaho. Where's Duluth? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. It's terrible, let's but Let's go I to Boise, Idaho. Rachel Maddow usually starts it with a very obscure little cabin somewhere and then brings it around to how that became a, a, uh, a multinational corporation, which is uh, doing business with Donald Trump's brother, which is why he's hiding his stuff in the Ukraine and yada, yada, yada. Okay, so... Right now, there is as if you let's start in West Newbury, Massachusetts. If you, uh, <laughs> if you, um, I'm sorry, the dog is barking because now's the time to bark. Of course. Um. So we've got you've if you follow this podcast, you know that that we've got a bunch of chickens. We had originally originally six guinea hens. In guinea fowl, because hens are girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guinea fowl are straight runs, which means that they're randomly boys and girls. We don't know which are which. Have we? Did we, in the pre-show meeting, talk about emasculating me on the podcast, dearest wife? <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> did, I would like everybody to know that I had to fix Tom's lawn tractor today several times. Um, I would have fixed it. I'm giving you... Uh, you're, I'm letting you, you know, animate the role of Rosie the Riveter from World War II. I know how to fix it. Obviously, it's the <laughs> it's the duodenum cable. Well, thank cable. you for letting me feel good about myself. But um, I did fix it several times, and then I kind of taught Tom how to fix it so that he could do I'm it not on gonna his fix own. It. I can't. Get I thought you there. did it once. I didn't do it once. Wow. I don't know how to do it. It's that's treacherous, by the way. That it's a steep grade. Anyway, so let me let me get back for the folks. So we have. Six guinea fowl. We had six. One was murdered. One was disabled to begin with and was murdered by our Jack Russell Terrier um, in a sl slow way while my wife was uh, asleep and I was uh, handling the kids, working and, uh, and guarding the chickens, but I'm over it. Um, and then, let's see, what else? And then, so, so now we have five guinea fowl. Right. And then we have six chickens. So one of our chickens is a boy chicken, which is called a rooster. <laughs> exactly, right? honey. Okay. Good science. Yep. And so the rooster. So, yes, we made purchase of girl chicks, but the sexing of chicks is only 90% accurate. So, 
Uh, then I did the math out after I brought them home, and if you get six and it's ninety percent accurate, it's about a fifty-fifty shot that you'll get mm-hmm. at least one rooster. Okay, so we got at least one rooster, and his name is Avocado, and he's a jerk. And he's I've seen jerk. him bully. He when we had the disabled guinea fowl, he was bullying that animal, and then he'd bully the other chickens. He was just—he's just a total jerk. Good-looking jerk, though. He is a good-looking jerk. He's a very handsome, fat rooster with very noble plumage. And, you know, I kind of pushed back on Tom for a while and said, like, look, birds bully other birds. It's what they do. It's called the pecking mm-hmm. order. It's natural. It stinks to watch it. And especially when one's a disabled bird that you've been caring for and feeding little sips of water and stuff to try and keep mm-hmm. it alive. And then your rooster's stabbing it in the head with his claws. It's not pretty to watch, but it's what birds do, and that's mm-hmm. he can't help it. <sighs> but then the rooster started bullying the kids, and they get outside, and they're about his size, and he just goes after them. And when he has your two-year-old crying and crawling backwards into a corner, you just you lose some of the sympathy for the rooster. So we've had to make some decisions. Right. So Judge and Jerry Shattuck, who you're hearing right now, made some decisions. And shockingly, the rooster has been sentenced to death and is right now in an ISIS cage in in our yard, now, separated from the other roosters. Let me be clear. And I don't want to risk. There are a lot of people trying to get rid of roosters right now because a lot of people like us made purchase of chicks, only 90% of which are females. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are trying to get rid of roosters, and a lot of them. It's like the Nuremberg trials. A lot of them are going to bad places. And I'm only following orders. No, no, not only following orders. A lot of them are going to bad places like cockfighting and other stuff where they're going to live a very sad and cruel life. At least he's got a chance if he's cockfighting. Maybe he's 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 got chops. He's lived an awesome life. He is well fed. He's around all the hot chickens. He Uh, has. Does he? Does he? Has he seen the tomorrow's schedule of events? <laughs> Can you ask him how he's hot he not thinks? His, know. How good he thinks he's his life not going to know anything until it hits him. He's he, not going to know anything until, until it, hits it hits him. And then what's he going to know? He, nothing, because he's going to be out. He's going to be done. Okay, so That's in other words, all the YouTube videos I've watched have reassured me that even though the body keeps moving. Okay, After. all right, Alice, people... <laughs> the, okay. That okay. they're actually dead. It's just a nervous system response. Okay, and I'm not going to be within cut- a thousand miles of this. So <laughs> whoever's listening, if you can send me the address of your house, I'll join you for Bloody Marys tomorrow and uh, and just drink this away. So yeah, so he's in solitary confinement because he's not allowed to eat for the last 12 to 18 hours. Just to make things cleaner or whatever. Um, so he's in solitary because confinement cleaner, right Because, now. in other words, you're going to pluck him after yes. he's shed his chicken coil. Yes. And you're going to then cook him and eat him. Yes, I'm going to remove the internal organs. Oh, jeez. Cut okay. off the Alice, oil gland. Alice, Alice. Okay. <laughs> remove I mean, the vent. Don't remove, don't talk to... Don't talk to these people. How are you going to disembody this thing, Alice? This is don't. what people in real America do, Thomas. I'm homesteading. Yes, I understand. I'm homesteading. There's a, a stop and shop a mile away, by the way. So I don't okay. know what else has to die around here, but <laughs> I would ask the you chickens to. Chickens at the stop and shop live a much worse life than Avocado has lived. His final moments <laughs> notwithstanding, they have lived a very sad life. Avocado has lived a happy life. Okay. And he's not going to know what happens to him tomorrow. <laughs> no. No. 
Um, okay, so then we're going to eat them. So that makes it okay, right? Because it's Yes, we're homesteading. We're homesteading. Okay. Right. So how do things look for the other chickens? Well, they're going to they be- presumably they- start making eggs soon, which will pay their to- rent. It would behoove them to be on their best. <laughs> yeah, they better start making eggs soon or they're going to, you know, I invested in the kill cone and everything, so yeah. I'm looking for a reason to use it now. That won't pay itself off until we've killed at least a dozen more animals. Do the dogs fit in that <laughs> thing or are we just sticking to the chickens? No, it's poultry only. Poultry only. Okay. So are you at all apprehensive about uh, murdering the bird tomorrow, or are you okay? I mean, I'm a little nervous. I haven't done it before, mm-hmm. but I have watched a lot of YouTube videos mm-hmm. and read a lot of websites, and you know, I've purchased the materials I need to, I think, do this in a way that won't make avocado suffer, and in a way in which we can, you know... Enjoy. I will not be visiting that part of the property for the remainder of my days. <laughs> Will you partake of the chicken dinner, no. which will happen in a no, few days? No, I, I will not. I will not. I, my conscience will be clean. I will be. I know nothing of this. But what do you think? Where do you think the chicken at the grocery store comes from? I just have to ask, because that's worse than what I'm going to do. It is. It is a lot worse, and you just don't know about it, so that makes it okay that your ignorance is bliss. Yes, yes, it makes it much okayer. By the way, people can follow me on. No, 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 Pepper. Okay, Pe- Pepper. Sorry, Pepper tripped the the dog tripped the wire. That's fine. So um, people can follow me on Instagram. I should plug this more. What is my Instagram? Calvin Caspian. Why isn't it Tom Shattuck? That's a question for you. Can not I a question st- for me? Can I still get it? Can I still get Tom Shattuck? You think somebody else has it? I don't know. You can search right now. I don't know. Okay, it's Calvin Caspian. Uh, Calvin and Caspian is C A S P I A N. Um, Alice, well, I, you know. You're made, you've made the decision. This is the last evening for avocado. He'll yes, be, everybody pour one out for avocado tonight. He will be consumed. And uh, thank you very much. I guess we'll talk about uh, homeschooling this week. When's the first day? Um, I'm starting after Labor Day. Okay. Or well. well, actually, on Labor Day to the kids' consternation. But you know, I'm gonna do five days a week. So it sucks to be them. The Monday holidays don't have to be a thing. Talk for a second, Dan. Let's keep talking. Sure. So, uh, but I feel like that's okay because the actual district school is not starting until the 14th this year. And I just got word that they're not starting soccer until the 19th, which is kind of ridiculous to me. I don't see why soccer has to be pushed out an extra two weeks. And by the way, they're also, not only are they pushing out an extra two weeks after Labor Day because of uh, coronavirus for some reason, because that is a thing. They also are warning us that they're going to do the triple E thing. Oh, good. The mosquitoes year. are coming yeah. to kill us. So okay. they, they'll have to adjust the schedule for that coming up soon in our future. Wonderful. Anyway. We'll talk about all these things, Alice. Thank you all very right. much. All right. Talk to you soon. I appreciate that, everybody. Well, hold on. Listen in, Alice. You can't, you can't leave during the closing credits. Follow me on Instagram at Calvin Caspian. I am on Twitter at Tom Shattuck. And you can follow Alice at Alice Shattuck. Is that you, right? On Twitter, yeah. On Twitter, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you send me an email at winchester at gmail.com. Two N's in that one. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.